Hi, this is Jesse from Wrong Band, and you are tuned in to Underground Opolis. Let's go, let's get it going, make some noise! <laughs> Continuing our coverage of the LRS Fest in Louisville, Kentucky, back back on October second, we've gotten just about every band and every and just about every band's going to be on it. If you haven't heard so far, like every band but one, I think <laughs> so far. Tell us who you are, where you're from, and what band you're in. Uh, my name is Nick Trulia. I play bass in uh, City of Wake. Uh, we uh, we're located out of Georgetown, Kentucky. Oh, I didn't know that. I thought you was I thought you was right here in Louisville. Uh, so I, I actually live in Taylorsville, so I'm the closest one, but, uh, we practice and, uh, kind of base our, base ourselves out of Georgetown. Everybody else lives around the area. You, uh, Nick Terlia? Is that by saying that right? Yes, sir. Terlia. Okay. Okay. As Nick Terlia, if there were some influence, somebody you saw on stage or even on TV or whatever, you say, you know what? I want to do that. Who would that influence be? And it could be more than one. Lincoln Park and more specifically Chester Bennington. I was, uh, I want to say I was probably, oh man, I was really young when I heard Hybrid Theory for the first time. And, uh, I just, I, I heard that, I, I heard that, that, that voice and, and, and the passion and everything. And, and I was already really into music, but, uh, I heard that and, and I said, yep, that's what I want to do. Um, and so I, I, uh, before I started playing bass, I actually, uh, started singing in bands. And, and yeah, it was it, definitely Chester Bennington, 100%. That's the, that's the first time I've had somebody say that, Chester Bennington. Yeah. Well, I don't, I don't know why. It's like he was, he was so great. How would you describe City Awakes the music? City Awakes music. <laughs> City Awakes music. Um, you know, it's hard to really put a description on it, and maybe that's maybe that's uh, because I'm not you know up up to date with with a lot of like the happenings in rock and like the subgenres and everything, but. I think I would just call us rock and roll because uh, we might sound like a, a certain thing, 
you know, or we may sound like some something similar to somebody, but for us in the band, man, we're just doing what we want, and that's rock and roll. We just do what we want, and we're loud, and we we just we're just rock and roll, man. Haven't I seen you at a couple of Louis the Local Guy shows in the past? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I thought so. I or maybe played L- LRS Fest, and then um, I think I think it was before I was in the band. Uh, they played a couple in Louisville um, recently. We played uh, we played the one of the pool halls up there, um, and then billiards. Yeah, played a bit. Yeah. Billiards, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So I probably seen you at billiards there. Yeah. But I knew I'd seen y'all before when I saw you at LRS Fest. I was like, I've seen these guys before. Recently, we've been at 21st in Germantown, or 21st Amendment. Um, We've been there twice in the past little bit. Right on. I was just there Saturday night watching watching the Alice Cooper tribute band. Oh, hell yeah. Do you have a particular creative process as a band? Uh, is is throw something against the wall and see if it sticks a process? Because <laughs> if that is, then we do. Uh, no, we kind of, you know, I'd say probably about 75% of our stuff, maybe a little bit more than that, starts with Justin or Sean or two guitar players, uh, Justin being the guitar singer. Uh, one of them will come up with an idea. And let's say 75 to maybe 80, 90 percent of our stuff starts with one of you know one of them two coming up with an idea and and from that it kind of i mean it, you know sometimes we'll take it home and we'll work on it and sometimes we'll have this idea that we're all just feeling right then and there and we'll as a band just bang it out and come up with something we, that we like um we're recording an album right now and uh we were uh, we were in the in in the studio tracking vocals the other day, and um, we were just me and Justin. We were just really feeling it, man. And uh, we we actually rewrote like a whole bunch of stuff to a song, and uh, just on the fly, right then and there, you know. And, and so it just it's it's all about the feel, man. Uh, sometimes it's it's you know a quick process, and other times it takes weeks or months to get you know a song ready or, or get something to where we want it to be. But where all have you played? Uh, I'd say, so LRS, that was a pretty good one. Uh, we've played Manchester Music Hall a few times. Um, most recently played there, we opened for, uh, Jackal. And that was pretty awesome. We, uh, played there in the, in the past, uh, opening for Bad Wolves is a pretty good one. So we've, we've been a lot around, uh, around the Lexington area. Uh, we've been to Bowling Green. We've been to Louisville. Uh, so we've, kind of stayed around the Kentucky area. We're definitely looking to kind of branch out and, and definitely get out a little bit further. Yeah, once the album comes out, you're going you're gonna to have to. <laughs> you're going to have Absolutely. to take that thing on the road. Absolutely, uh, man. Did, did you drink any whiskey with Jackal? With- no, I, I did not. Uh, <laughs> I, I, have a, I have a very, very bad relationship with whiskey. It, 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 is, it, is, uh, it is very abusive to me. <laughs> so... I try and stay far away. Doesn't Jesse James Dupree have his own liquor now or moonshine or something? Uh, something like that. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it was funny because uh, we were so, – so, like, Jackal had just done their sound check or whatever, and I was actually in the bathroom at the venue, and I start hearing a run no 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 of the chainsaw. They were going at it in the backstage area with the chainsaws getting them ready to go. 
And I was just sitting in the, you know, in the bathroom on the other side of the venue, and I was like, oh, yep, 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 they're they're doing the chainsaw thing tonight. <laughs> That's awesome. Could you narrow down your favorite performance? I'd say, man, we've that is that's tricky. Uh, Manchester Jackal is up there uh, for sure. Um, the LRSS is up there for sure. I, I was, man, me specifically, I was really feeling it. Uh, we played, we played. And incredible. We had an incredible set in Bowling Green, uh, of all places. That was, it was pretty cool out there. Um, was it, uh, Sid Balls? It was at, uh, the Spillway. What was, what was great about it? Well, the, the bands we played with were all solid too, you know? So, I mean, it's always good to like kind of go out and like see other people, you know, like other bands and stuff and that they're killing it as well. And you really, you really feed off that, you know? Like it's, it, it's a little bit of a, it's a little bit of a, like a man that was, that was incredible. Like, you know, they got the crowd really into it and we're about to go up and, you know, like now because of them, like it's, it's, you know, it's a, it's, it's a, a, a brother and sisterhood, you know, and then there's a little bit of like a competition, you know, it's like, oh, they did really good. Now we got to do better, you know, but it's healthy competition, you know, and, and, it was, so it was, it was a lot, the other bands that were there and, and the sound was, the, the sound of the spillway was really good. I mean, uh, I, I, I heard everything crystal clear and the mix was exactly like on the monitors, exactly what I needed it to be. It was, and, and me and, me and, uh, our drummer Ian, we, we like to screw around a lot and we did a lot of screwing around. <laughs> so, it, you know, it was just, it was just a fun time, man. Here's the counter question. What's your least favorite show you played? Least favorite show? Uh, <laughs> One of my favorite questions. Oh, shit. Um, that's, that's, that's really tough, man. Oh, man. Um, I know there is I know there is one. I'm going to have to go with, oh, man. I, I think our second, our second show at uh, 21st Amendment uh, was my least favorite because for me, I mean, there was nothing wrong with the venue. We played there before and had a great time. Uh, you know, good bands and everything. But for me, I just, I was not on it. And, and, and I gotta say, like, if I've ever just flat out sucked, it was that night, man. And it was, it was really just hard on me. And, and, uh, I was really hard on myself for it because I, you know, I, I need to be better than that kind of thing, you know, and, and, you know, the band's got my back. They, you know, they didn't beat me up too much, but, uh, I, d- I definitely beat myself up over it. Probably nobody noticed. You know, you're you're absolutely right. There's a million things that I can pick out because it's it's you know our song and it's my part. And there's a million things that I can pick out that I might miss, you know, here or there. But you know, the people out there don't know the stuff the way I know it. So for the most part, you're probably right. They didn't notice any of it, <laughs> or at least most of it. And I'm freaking out over nothing, man. <laughs> Well, since it is my show, we get to talk about my favorite song, which is Empty Spaces. We got a story behind Empty Spaces. If, to be honest, if there is a story, uh, I'm not 100% familiar with it. That, that song was written before I was in the band. But, of course uh, I'd pick that. <laughs> <laughs> I will Sorry. say, man, that that is probably one of my top three favorites to play live. There's just so much. You know, like, so as far as the story, a background, you know, that's beyond me, but... It speaks a lot to me because, you know, like my mind is filled with empty spaces like that. That line specifically, it it resonates a lot with me because that's kind of that's kind of how I can be at times. You know, I can feel 
very empty and and feel like feel like I, it was my fault, you know, whatever's going on. I'm, I'm very critical of myself, and so you know, my mind is filled with empty spaces. These the beds I've made with all the friends I found in the wrong places, like that. That's that's me, man. That's that's I'm very critical of myself, and and uh, whenever I make a mistake, like it really hits me. So. And I'm trying to be better about it, you know. I, you know, everybody makes mistakes, but uh, so so I do resonate with that song though. And um, yeah, it's definitely one of my favorites to play live. Cause it's got that cool little bass intro in it, and like I can get into it. And if you know, if there's something for me to climb on the stage or something for me to stand on or jump around on, like I'm totally gonna do it, <laughs> you know. So it's it's a it's a fun song for sure. And it's probably why you know I identified with it myself, and probably why many people will identify with it when they hear it. You know, it's, 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 I try to make sure to pick out a favorite song with every guest, and that that was the one that that was the one that hit me. So, well, that's a right. very good song to be your favorite, man, because it, it is. I mean, for for as a bass player, man, that's that's it's really fun to play, man. It's just got so much energy and so much. Like it's got a, it, it's got passion, man. It's got, you can definitely feel it like, and, and, and it can stick with you, man. But I mean, you know, beside that, it's just, it's a lot of fun to play. <laughs> so it's, it's, it's really fun, man. Maybe that's what other thing is. I'm a bass player too, man. <laughs> maybe, maybe that's what it was. It's the bass that's, player yeah, song. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it, it is. Cause like I said, it's got that little intro and you know, it's nothing flashy like, but but it's just it's just such a good groove man like when you just get into it and me and Ian we just get into it man and we just start grooving and it's oh there's nothing better bro like that is what's up <laughs> do you have another favorite song with, with the story behind it that you share or even um, the least favorite <laughs> okay so uh my my favorite song is um yet to be released uh Oh <laughs> yeah, um, it's actually um, it, it's the one I was referring to that we wrote the we wrote like rewrote half of the vocals in it like that night when when Justin was in the booth tracking, uh, and we were just because we were feeling it like it's um, it's definitely got I don't want to say it's got like a message or anything, but it's definitely it definitely makes a point. It definitely makes it makes me think. And it's stylistically a little bit different than what we've done before. So it's, uh, it, it's kind of a curveball. It, it's really fun. Now, I'm guessing you can't leak the name of it just yet or anything, huh? Uh, <laughs> it's okay if you can't. We, we'll, we can, we can move on. I get I was it. Say we're, we're thinking the album's probably going to drop in like February next year, give or take. That's what we're hoping for. So, you know, if I, if if I say that and then the band members decide they want to push it back, then they'll be mad at me for saying that. But we're thinking like early 2022, like February, maybe March-ish. You know, I guess maybe we'll find out then, or maybe maybe we'll put it out before then. We'll see. And we're pre- we're producing it ourselves. Our singer Justin, uh, guitar player, he's he's invested so much time and effort and 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 money into all the gear to record and and all the know-how. He's spent countless hours sitting in a studio, man, just like figuring things out like practicing work and building this craft and like it really shows um we're we're really proud of the way that things are sounding right now uh we're still in the tracking process but um we've gotten a few 
mix is back on a few songs and um yeah they're we're 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 very very uh we're very proud of our boy Justin. He's doing a killer job. If you could share a stage with a a local artist that you haven't shared the stage with yet, who who would that be? There's a band in Lexington. It's I, I think I think their name is pronounced Liar. We were supposed to play with them uh, a couple weeks ago, and I, th- I think they had to drop off. One of one of the band members got sick or something like that. So we played a gig in Lexington. And it, they were supposed to play as well, and uh, I think it's how you pronounce their name is Liar. It's L Y R E. I was I like like I listened to their stuff, and I was really into it. It's very um, it, it, it's very melodic, very very contemplative. Uh, it, it's good stuff, and uh, I was really excited to play with them. Cause I wanted to see, you know, like what the, what it sounded like live. Like there's always like a different atmosphere, you know, live from, or most of the time live from the, from the recordings. And I kind of wanted to like experience that, that like live setting and see what it was about. And, and unfortunately they had to drop off. I was, I was really looking forward to that, but they, like their recorded stuff is so good. L Y R E. Like I said, I think it's called Liar, but I could, I, I could be wrong. And, and if they hear this, I'm sorry for butchering your name if I did. But, yeah, I was really looking forward to playing with those guys. Well, it is strange times we live in right now. So Absolutely. Would you say you preferred the studio or the stage? Uh, stage, 100%. And why is that? The adrenaline rush. Yeah. I, <laughs> I, I like doing stupid stuff, and I, I like uh, I like interacting with people, and uh, I really like <laughs> I like messing with my band members. <laughs> And and it's so much easier to do that live. Like uh, LRS, I kicked my singer in the butt because uh, he bumped into me, and so I had to remind him, you know, that I was there. <laughs> Stuff like that, you know. And he wasn't expecting it. And like I watched the video of, you know, someone took a video of it. And I watched it later. Like you could see, and you could kind of hear like when he's singing, like he kind of uh, in his voice a little bit, and it's just the funniest thing ever. And then me and Ian, you know, are back by, you know, he's he's playing drums, but we're back over there just chuckling, laughing, you know, it's, it's oh, stuff like that, man. You know, it's it's <laughs> it's 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 just that and the adrenaline, the interaction. Uh, I you feed off the crowd, you know, like if you got a good crowd, like you're gonna have a good performance because you kind of take that energy that they give you and 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 you give it back, you know. I know exactly what you mean. Studio to me is just like work. You don't get don't get me wrong. I, I love recording and I, I like putting putting stuff out and I like working on songs. But yeah, it is kind of it is kind of more tedious and kind of more of a chore than than playing live. It's like that's the work. It's like it's like uh you know you got to do your homework before you can go play with your friends. It's like you got to record the song before you go play it, or you got to work on the song before you can go play it. You know and stuff like that. That's like the work aspect, and then the stage is the play aspect. You know. So how many instruments do you play? I sing. Uh, a little. Uh, I play guitar and I play bass. Sounds like me. I uh, I I started singing and uh, then I started playing guitar and then I kept running into bands that needed bass players. You know, I, I wanted to keep playing and like I didn't really, I wasn't really in a position to play guitar for, for any bands uh, at the moment, so I kind of picked up bass and started learning so I could give myself more options. And uh, yeah, it might have been the smartest thing you ever did. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, it's it's weird because like I will like as far as my talent goes, like I I totally think I'm a better guitar player than a bass player, but I have so much more fun playing bass, man. And and I've played bass in more bands now than I have guitar, even though I've been playing guitar way longer. Like I don't know, I just I I, I it's funny. Like I I started playing bass because like well I don't want to get left out of you know playing playing in bands and stuff, and everybody needs a bass player, and no one needs a guitar player. 
so I picked it up like, well, this will get me back in the band, and I just fell in love with it. I'm like, yeah, that, I, I think this is where I was meant to be. Yeah. Definitely, definitely happy where I am, you know. Yeah. Someone's got to hold it down. <laughs> I love being a bass player too, man. Get to a couple fun questions here. If you could work with any producer, who would that be? Any producer? <laughs> That's oh, one, man. one of my favorite questions here too. <laughs> I worked with, I don't know if this counts as an answer, but I worked with uh, Matt Dalton at uh, Metro 37 Studios with a previous band. And man, he was, he was just, he was just phenomenal. And, and I think, like I said, I don't know if this counts as an answer, but I would love to work with him again if, if that counts. Cause he was just phenomenal, man. Like, Everything, everything that we brought to him, this is what we want to do. Like he analyzed it and he did so much more than just push the record button and like he helped us, you know, and he wasn't like, it was so cool because he wasn't afraid to tell us, you know, that was good, but I think you can do better. Like he really was a good producer and it was just so good to work with him. And he was a cool dude too. Like we were in there, you know, just BSing the whole time, ordering pizza every night. Like it was, it was, it was a fun time and I just, a very good experience. And yeah, if I, if I could work with him again, I totally would. Have you ever bought an album, cassette, CD, whatever, with your own money, listened to it and immediately threw it out the window? Uh, um, <laughs> Physically throw it out the window? No. So there was there was this band, uh, I don't know if you ever heard of them, called Sparks to Rescue. Yeah, they're really good at what they do. It's kind of like uh, like pop punk, almost like kind of alternative emo, whatever. Um, I bought their CD. Uh, I saw them play live, and I really loved their live performance. Like, they were really good. They were really tight. And I bought the CD, and it's not that they were bad at what they did or, like, it just wasn't me, you know what I mean? So I, I think that's that's probably the closest I got to, like, I bought it, I played it, and then I took it out of the CD player, and I kind of, like, just threw it on the shelf, and it was like, you know, like, they're good at what they do, but it's just not my thing, and I never listened to it after that. <laughs> uh, Yeah, yeah, I think, there, I think there's video on our Facebook page of, I think it's of our full set, and uh, it's one of the last songs we play. It's, uh... I think, it, I think it was the song Snake. I think it's another one of our unreleased songs that we play called Snake during that one. I think. What's the best musical advice you've ever been given? Uh, yeah, a combination of two things. One, put your amp on wheels. That's uh, I don't know how many times like I've just been because the other dudes in the band they don't have their stuff on wheels and they're lugging it around and I'm just rolling my thing like hey, you know it's on wheels it's way easier. <laughs> but so put your amp on wheels and then. And, you know, that's more of a joke. The the real piece of advice, do what you do and own it. I think, yeah, yeah. Do what you do, own it. Don't worry about what people think. Do what you want to do. And uh, I think that stuck with me because that's kind of how I've always been. I've played in a bunch of different bands, different styles and stuff. Um, and the other guys in the band, you know, they all have too. And uh, we're kind of all in the same mindset that we don't care what we sound like you know we don't care if we sound like we could be a top 40 band or if we sound like you know we belong in someone's basement we're just doing what we want and we're just making music that we think sounds good and we're you know we're not out to impress anybody if we gain fans and friends along the way you know it's icing to the cake you know icing on the cake but at the end of the day this band we're just doing what we want, you know? We're just, it's just rock and roll, man. You got anything you want to add in before you, we wrap this up? Is band camp or anything you want to make sure? We're, uh, we're on Facebook. We're on Instagram. We're on, 
uh, Spotify, Amazon Music. Um, we're on YouTube. We put out a video recently for our song Black Thread. It's on YouTube. Uh, you can check that out. We're on all the music streaming services, uh, you know, iTunes and Google Play and, like I said, Spotify, all those. Um, our Facebook page has, you know, videos of live performances and stuff. Um, and then uh, just to reiterate that we are in the studio right now working on uh, working on a full-length album.